You're listening to the A-Team Health and Fitness Podcast with your hosts, Adam Kelly and Alan James. Join Adam and Alan as they dive into all things nutrition, training, mindset, and also bring on world-class experts within their respective fields to help you kickstart your journey towards transforming your life. Grab a coffee, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Off here, mate. You said you were in a flipping hoodie. How funny is this, though? How funny is this? I was in, I was in the bedroom this morning, and a notification went off on my phone. And when the notification went off, I didn't have a clue what it was because I do use calendar as a noise that says something's coming up. It goes, dun, dun, dun. I just went like this, and I went, "What earth was that noise?" And my girlfriend went, "Dun dun dun." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I didn't mean what was the noise. I meant what was the noise for, not... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fixing the leaks. We got this. So first of all, what is fixing the leaks? Um, to me, fixing the leaks is kind of like when a client or even yourself or whoever is kind of starting out on a fat loss journey just to keep it easy. Like if I look at a boat, I kind of like use this kind of top process a lot of the time. If we have a boat on the harbour or whatever and it's like just locked in and you get all these people who want to jump on board and if you know true well that there's leaks in your boat it's probably going to be a stupid thing for you to kind of take those people on because you take them on this is like you trying to get into a result or something what you want to achieve and you go off you try to set kind of sail if there's leaks in your boat there's going to be water coming on from the get-go you're only going to be out at sea half hour saying you're all gone down so, like, wouldn't it be the best thing to do instead of setting sail from the get-go um, that we could just maybe fix the leaks? And when we talk about leaks, then it's going to be areas like looking after your sleep, looking after your stress, looking after your nutrition, looking after your hydration, like all the stuff that people hate because it's not the sexy stuff. And that's what I kind of consider the leaks, if that makes sense, in like a fat loss and transformation or whatever. Or even a muscle building, like even just yeah. fitness. It doesn't necessarily have to, it just has to be a person comes into you and they got a goal in mind. And before you just get them on the journey toward that goal, you want them to um, be in a place where they can go and achieve their goal without going and failing, essentially. If they just go all guns blazing, a perfect example I got is uh, a client came up to me and he wanted a 12-week transformation. Funny enough, he even showed me a photo of my 12-week transformation and said, yeah, this is a perfect example. I was like, Bro, that 12-week transformation took 10 years of building muscle, just to start with. But anyway, and then basically, I said, so what are you doing right now? Seven takeaways a week. He had a takeaway every day without fail, whether that be Subway at work or Chinese at night. He wanted to go from seven takeaways a week to cold turkey, doing all that. And like for me, that's where the start of the Fix the Leaks comes from. It's not changing and having an overhaul of the lifestyle it's that slow one percent change to get them to the perfect so even though fixing the leaks is you kind of have the grand scheme i call it your sage do that perfect sort of this is what you do if everything's perfect we are nowhere near this we're so far away from it but if we jumped all the way there we couldn't do it let's just make you a little bit more like this perfect scenario and that perfect scenario is maybe that seven to eight hours sleep um 
drinking one litre of water to 25 kilos of body weight, you know, just the little things like that. And like, I suppose we could kind of just go back quickly. Like when we talk about a goal, like if we just want to look at optimizing what you do, like, because if you want to perform, like not like an athlete, but like if you do want to perform well or function well every day, we're probably going to want to fix some of the leaks in some regard. And like, you're a hundred percent right. Like when we're looking at what is the ideal, like what is the hundred percent look like? We're probably going to be a long way away from that. And uh, I'll even give you a little bit of an example about me. Like in the last, uh, on the August bank holiday weekend, I was away with the lads. It was three days of heavy drinking, let's say like 12 or 14 hour sessions. I'm not telling you go and do this, but this is what happened. Um, it was like, aye, aye. like just lots of um, food off plan, essentially irregular sleeping patterns, um, not stress, but stress on the system as a whole. Long story short, kind of, after that weekend my rest and heart rate jumped from i think it was 46 to like 59 i think it actually went to 64 on one day so that's going to be as a result of the weekend and itself now if we fast forward to yesterday like a week on i kind of just basically i kind of got back on the horse again so i had some leaks in my boat after that weekend so my goal was to kind of get back on nutrition a fair bit just kind of get some consistent meals in get hydrated even though i was pretty hydrated but as a result of alcohol I would say not a whole lot hydrated. <laughs> then just trying to get, as I said, my sleep back. I was I think I was sleeping nine or ten hours a night for the last week, and my stress was a little bit lower. So as a result of that, I kind of added in more cardio. Um, kind of got back of the training, not trying to go for super high PBs and stuff like that. And as of yesterday, my rest and heart rate is back down to like forty six. Scale weight dropped by about a kilo and a half. So like a lot of the leaks from that weekend have been almost fixed, and I'm almost on the way towards that goal again after that weekend it would have been very stupid for me on the tuesday to go straight back into it 100 percent because i knew that i'm not in a position to do so and i'll get injured or something so that's kind of like you can even look at it on that regard too because like you may have weekends that are off plan or something like that you might have a wedding or something so it's just something just basically get back on the horse and start working yeah. on the areas that you know that you've been neglecting in the last week or so and it's not like the 100% optimized things as well, because it's quite easy because you see some people who are like, um, oh, they've got to get a daily exposure, mess with this circadian rhythm. You've got to eat these micronutrient contents. There are basic fundamentals. What do you say the key ones are? So I've mentioned sleep and hydration being two key ones. Um, well, I definitely do think there is a place for offloading stress. Like at some stage, I'm going to like to get somebody on to talk about that as a kind of a whole discussion because it's an area that you could spend ages on. But like in the general scheme of things, um, I think a lot of people, they go around on autopilot a lot of the time. They don't really know what's happening, whether it's a good stress or a bad stress, but their stressors happening all day. And in a matter of fact, training is a stress too. So if you're thinking about doing a lot of training, a lot of cardio, this is a stress um, to the system. And if your work is a bit shitty and so on and so forth, if you're not doing anything to offload these stresses um i definitely do think it can add up over time and it can have an impact on you and that's why i love it when people go like how do you de-stress oh yeah i hit the hard workout oh so what you do to de-stress is you put yourself into a really stressed out sympathetic state and you make your body all up and tight and then all of a sudden oh you're de-stressed yeah oh sound and like how we can do this some like actionable steps would be 
journaling is fantastic a gratitude log is super good like even some simple things like stretching just sitting down watching tv and just going through a little stretch we're not like it's just to basically chill out and just basically flip that switch because when is the last time if you had it kind of had a guess right now that you actually took some time to actually chill the fuck out when was the last time do you know what the main thing i always say like I said, the one thing I always try to get some people to do is just go for like a 10 minute, 15 minute walk in the morning. That just de-stresses you, especially if it's a sunny day. You get daylight exposure, you get chilled, you get your steps in. It's just such a good mental release. And the fact you got out for the day is a massive win as well. So I always think oh, just a quick walk in the morning is always a, a win. For I always try to encourage people to do that. Just on with that one as well, like when we're talking about um, having to do exercise or having to do something, it can become a stress if there's a little bit of pressure on you at the end of the day. And sometimes that can be hit with a step target. But I think in recent years, anyway, there seems to be a stress around a step target for some people. Okay, I have to get to 10K and that's kind of a stress in itself. But exactly what you said there is kind of like sometimes I'll say it to a lot of my clients is that like, we're just going to go for a walk. It is not, I have to go for a walk. I'm just going to go for a walk because I want to chill out, put some headphones in or not, and just kind of be alone with my own thoughts and just like what's happening right now. And that may be as simple as a five minute walk in the back garden, or it might be a quarter of an hour walk outside or something or whatever it may be. But it's not like I have to go. It's like I want to go because I'm using this walk or steps or activity as a kind of a way to offload stress it's and we know that steps and things that are going to be very easy as well like it's not going to absolutely wreck you like sprints on a bike or something sweet so that's done for that's surely that stress covered because yeah. i have not got much more on that it's basically right so water stress levels sleep um how would you go around making sure that the clients are hitting and asleep or what is there anything in particular to you try to encourage well, I would try to encourage, like, if we look at the evidences over that, like, we probably want to be in that seven to nine hours in an ideal world. Um, if you do have kids and stuff, that may be a little bit of an issue, but um, I'm sure that you can get around it. I think one of the best ways to kind of hack your sleep, and we'll cover this probably in its own podcast eventually, will be kind of like hacks for it, but would be maybe have a consistent sleep and wake time wouldn't be a bad thing. Um, so that maybe going to bed at maybe half ten and waking at half six or something you're still getting around eight hours there maybe not consuming a heavy meal in the two hours before bed wouldn't be a bad thing because we want that core temperature to drop as we sleep and if we eat a, like a big steak meal or something in the hour before bed our core temperature is going to have to raise to assimilate and break down that meal so that's probably not going to be a good thing in your sleep maybe a bit shit as a result of that maybe reduce some stimulants um i would kind of say around 2 p.m ish but like, even if you can get rid of but it. But if you train at five, you've got a monster. <laughs> yeah. Monster at five o'clock if you train at six. Yeah. You fucking animal. Um, but like, that may be a good thing because we know that like, if we look at caffeine, it has a shelf life of about four to six hours. So that like, if you had that caffeine at 5 p.m., six hours later, we probably have half of that floating around at about 11. If we're trying to go to sleep, probably not going to be the best. There's so many things, maybe sleep in a cooler room, maybe try and reduce any external noise like maybe stick in some earplugs potentially maybe stick on an eye mask so that you can't see anything um sleep no clothes if you can 
like again just trying to keep it cool and trying to keep it really dark and so that you can just basically get a restful sleep and just maybe as well like try not to be on your phone and stuff and aimlessly scrolling on instagram in the hour before you go to bed maybe swap that for a fucking book or something that may help you out there because if you're committed to restful sleep um you're probably going to get that and if we can link sleep back to not being as stressed and actually training really well and recovering really well from your sessions i'm pretty sure that we're going to be fixing these leaks a lot more efficiently and probably shifting towards your goals a lot more quicker as well but also what i always say is you're a fucking adult do what you want i'm just telling you what's advice isn't it because when you talk, when you talk to a client they're like i can't get that it's like oh fine you're just gonna shit the progress all your goals fine up to you and like for all the things i said there on sleep there's probably eight or nine or ten that could be twenty you're probably doing none right now. As we said at the start, don't look for 100%, just maybe look for two yeah. or three right now. And everyone's individual, isn't it? Some people might like to sleep like a bat on the ceiling and they might, they might suit them, they might get a better night's sleep, but just do your thing, innit? Find what works for you. And like, if we can look at the sleep as well, like when we wake up the following morning, yeah, we wear Fitbits, we wear aura rings and things like that, and they can be very handy to get some information back to kind of what's happening on that regard. But before you open up your app, check in with yourself first. Like, how am I feeling today? Because you may feel incredible after a six-hour sleep, potentially, but if that efficiency was quite high and whatever else happened, you actually may feel quite good. The second you open up your app and you get your sleep score is absolutely shocking, you may get a whole new feeling that's on the aura ring potentially so just check in with yourself first because you actually may feel fine on six hours sleep on some days and you're not going to get seven or nine hours all the time and life is life essentially some days you're going to have less sleep and that's just the way it is but if we're looking towards optimizing what you do more often than not trying to aim for that seven to nine hours wouldn't be a bad show yeah and uh, it's, it's kind of like all these things are things we do try to encourage our clients i know like for me myself, personal training out of a gym. My main thing at the moment is like moving by mechanics with clients, right? Even though I obviously want my clients to get results, the main thing I'm concerned with at the moment is improving my craft, learning how the human body moves. But it still doesn't mean that I've got coaches, people around improving these areas in their life. If I do actually want them to get improvements in their body, because let's face it, there's only so much you can do at a gym to get results. It's all about the things which you do on the outside, which is like the fix of the leaks, which is the important stuff. And you like, don't need the gym to get in shape. No, you don't. And I think that's like where fixing the leaks kind of comes into play. It's essentially the hours outside the gym. Let's look at an average week, three hours in the gym where we actually train. We have 165 hours to fuck it all up. I say this all the time. If you focus on the hours outside the gym, you'll probably have a lot more fun inside the gym. <laughs> um, but people want to spend more time in the gym, um, but not working on stuff on the back end. And if you spend time on the back end, trust me, you'll realize how fun this is. But if we go back to kind of what we're trying to idolize here or trying to look at is this sustainability type thing. And one big leak that I see in a lot of people, there's a lot of information out here. Um, in the world in Instagram everybody has an opinion doesn't mean their opinion is right um, but a lot of my clients I kind of say to them I want to educate you on this phase of your life because if we can educate you that's going to be fixing a fucking leak like challenge my thought process challenge what I'm saying ask the fucking question because if you don't ask the question you won't ever know but eventually you get past all that shit. You actually know exactly what you're supposed to do. Um, you're going to find what works for you in your life. And I think education is a super thing there because when we educate people, we're going to empower people. And if we can empower people long term, we're probably going to get a kind of a sustainable outcome, hopefully. And that's kind of a huge leak that I can kind of see a lot of people because how many times have you seen 
clients or even yourself in the past you would jump on a latest program or a latest fat loss plan or something like that and you'll go about it for six weeks and you just kind of you just fuck it away then because you haven't really learned anything you haven't lost any fat you just feel like shit because you haven't really looked at what you're supposed to do you're just taking it as okay well this is the information from some rip guy but what's actually happening you know yeah exactly but do you know what i actually just thought about this the main thing that we're missing from the for the fix of the leaks is the motivation side of things because i think that's a huge leak that people don't consider they always say they should go to the gym but why should they i do know a lot of people do have like gp referral medical issues that's huge right getting them motivated if they don't see the benefits of health get them to link what will happen if they don't take control of their health that motivation is going to be something that will hopefully get them going to the gym or get them to fix the leaks do all these things more importantly or more frequently isn't it like when we look at that as well it's kind of um motivation is fickle like it does come and go and i think if you are relying on motivation to get you through a journey i think it's the wrong outcome because you get to the end result and you still won't be happy and you probably may revert back into your old ways um but i think like if exactly what you were saying if you start saying should do this and should do that maybe start linking it back to what you really want and attaching a significant why to that because if your why means that much to you you'll be inspired and when like you're inspired you don't need any fucking shit to get you going yeah i understand motivation is fickle but like that does get you motivated and i've seen so many boring social media posts saying oh you don't need motivation to get going if people don't have motivation they'll never go so i always think like that linking process is is a form of motivation it is a way of getting yourself motivated looking at pictures of people with great bodies that does motivate some people seeing some people smashing pbs or like why would you watch a flipping trained by chv video so you can smash your head against the wall shout at yourself in the mirror and then go do a flipping dirty drop set you know what i mean you get your motivation from somewhere even if you flip your own kids like your own kids and looking at your kids and saying i'm going to do this so that you have a better life or you know so that daddy's healthy and be able to play with you when you're that's motivation and i think finding that motivation is a big way of like you know fixing that leak and getting people to take action a bit more seriously yeah exactly and like there's no wrong answer here like just that the motivation to get you going is fine acutely but unless you attach a significant why to it like what you said there like being able to yeah run around with your kids is probably a significant why it's going to motivate you to keep going but it's probably going to inspire you when you feel like shit and it's just kind of that kind of thing where, okay, I'm inspired. I don't feel like going today. But I think that's the biggest reason when the goal means that much to you, you're going to show up when you don't want to show up. And there the day is. I need to get my dictionary out, man. What's the difference between motivation and inspired? <laughs> well, like, I think inspired energy is going to be like, you're kind of, for me personally, if you're inspired, you're going to show up regardless. Motivation is kind of like, okay, well, I'll show up, but I don't really want to be here kind of thing. Does that make sense? Get yeah. the... <laughs> 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 well, let's get this up then. I need to find out. We uh, can edit oh, this out. First thing comes up. No, nah, we don't have to. I like this. Um, motivation meaning. What's motivation meaning? I quite like that. Um, a reason or reasons for acting or behaving in a particular way. Mate, I do think motivation and inspiration, don't think there's too much difference, really. No, there's, like, what I would kind of say is that, like, when we look at motivation, it tends to be short-term, and it comes from an outside influence. When we look at inspiration, it's going to come from within and usually going to be a little bit more long-term. 
Oh, um, mate. It's a good shout, right? That is a good shout. But it literally says by here, inspired comes from external creative impulses. So it's the opposite of what you just said. Really? Legit. Go away. So it says, um, of extraordinary quality as if arising from an external creative impulse. Mental. Okay, okay I, well... I mean, like... I'm, on, I'm on board with you. I'm on board with you. I think that's what it should mean. Like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. For me personally... What do you think of the LinkedIn? The LinkedIn is just a form of motivation. I hate it when I do say this quite frequently. I've seen a lot of people saying, like, people looking for motivation doesn't get you anywhere. Yeah, you can look for motivation in terms of, say, um, a YouTube video. But if that's like a fucking butt up your ass, fuck, use it. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't think there's anything wrong with people seeking an external form of motivation as long as it gets them going. Because mm-hmm. when you start getting a result and you start looking and you look in the mirror and you start seeing your abs, that motivates you again. And I don't think motivation is a bad thing. I think people who look out for motivation, I'm a fan of motivation, personally. Yeah, same I, as that. I, like, I love it as well. Yeah, I know a lot of people kind of like back talking, and I know this is nothing to do with it. It's got to be cut out the podcast because this is been chatting shit, nothing yeah. really. <clears throat> but motivation for me personally, I don't see any negative with it. Do you see what I mean? On social media, people try to say, oh, you don't need motivation. I was like, fuck off. It's a good thing. Mm. People try to put a bad twist on something that I think is pretty epic. Are we leaving that in or what? I quite like that, to be fair. <laughs> I quite like that. But also, uh, I'm actually reading a book at the moment that um, is so beneficial to this podcast. It's called, uh, have you heard of Ikigai? Ikigai or Kigai? I've probably butchered that. It's a Japanese meaning. And the Japanese meaning is like, it's a way of life or to live life with purpose. It's written by like two Spanish guys who went to uh, an island called Okinawa. And Okinawa is off the coast of Japan. I think it's a thousand islands that make up Japan. And it's one of the islands. And its average age population is the highest in the world. It's got more people than any other country in the world to live over 100 years old. And in terms of like, say, fixing the leaks, right? The, the things that these people do on a regular basis is they like, um, they eat high fruits, vegetables, and only lean meats and eat limited amounts of that. They stop eating at like 80% full. Uh, they're very reduced stress because everyone in the community has a community fund where if someone's got financial stress or job stress, what they do is they fund that person. It's like a community which funds and gets people out of that financial stress. They don't do any high impact or high intense work. They literally go for like, they do gardening and a lot of long walks and they have a big community who love each other. And all these little things is what they do in order to um, just live for flipping longevity. There's no stress. They sleep basically all day. They always take naps. They eat small meals and that's what they do for longevity. And let's face it, if all your clients came to you with them attributes, life would be pretty easy. That's actually hilarious because that is an area, um, there's five of these in the world. There's one in Japan, there's one in Italy, there's one in Costa Rica, there's one in Greece, yeah. uh, as far as I know. And these oh, are, what are they called? I, Hot spots? Oh. No. It's a colour. Blue zones. Yeah, there you go. Boom. Oh, yeah. So, like, we have these zones in the world where, like, they kind of, when you look at the ah, let's face stuff, it, it, they're all tropical islands as well, bro. That helps. <laughs> but like when like we look at it as well like it's the close-knit communities like you said but it's that sun exposure it's all that type of kind of stuff that kind of it may be the compound interest type thing over time and like it definitely has a place because if we look at like a westernized society 
we're so far away from that it's like it's crazy like what we're trying to discuss today and fixing these leaks is trying to hack your environment to kind of look at this not saying that you're going to live to be 100 years of age um, but like you may have a bit of a higher quality life if you start applying these type of things because a lot of the stuff then is going as we said the start is going to be a lot more fun um you're probably going to stick to it a little bit longer you probably will get stronger in the gym you probably recover a bit better your nutrition will be a little bit more on point um you start getting leaner you want to go on the holiday and you want to take your top off and like we're going back and we're getting inspired and motivated and all that stuff (laughs) (laughs) but um i think that's kind of more or less it really on fixing the leaks there's really not much more to kind of talk about it but i think at like a later day we definitely will hopefully get somebody on to maybe talk about sleep and a bit more discussion maybe get someone on stress and so on and so forth because i definitely do think because those areas are kind of areas that like you could nearly jump down a rabbit hole for an hour or two and just kind of have a discussion um, about that and there's no point really having it in this podcast so yeah hope that was good fixing the leaks trying to look towards a 100% outcome just focus on where you are right now even if it's just getting 1% or 2% extra there every single day you'll get there eventually and remember you are an adult you can enjoy life and it's not going to be optimal all the time so yeah apart from that we'll catch you in the next one so a massive thank you for tuning in to the podcast if you found some value from this episode make sure that you share this with some friends and family members it would really help the podcast out a lot we would love it if you could share this on your social media channels make sure that you tag myself and alex so that we can thank you personally on to the next episode chat soon